When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favourite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavours, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, so this episode, um, yeah, this is a... See, what happens is sometimes I get event- invited to really cool events like this one at Abbey Fest. Um, I will just turn up without a plan, but with a microphone in my hand. Now what tends to happen is um, I just hit record and just walk around and some, you know, this is a lot of me introducing myself to people, having conversations and it's, it's kind of like you're a little birdie on my shoulder and you're following me around the bottom enjoying the evening. Now, this is a great event. We did Abbey Fest last year and uh, I just remembered the, um, the ambiance and the, the atmosphere was really, really nice. And it was very much the same this year too. Um, it was really nice because as I got there, um, the Ronnies, who I mentioned quite a lot during this podcast, started started playing, and uh, the music that they were making was just fantastic. It really was. It it was really fit in with the with the um, the event and the acoustics, the natural acoustics of the of the Abbey, um, really amplified it and and really worked um, worked wonders. And um, yeah, so this is just a, a nice. Uh, a little bit of eavesdropping as I'm walking around chatting to people and um, it's a great event that Lingy Davis put on they they did a really good job um, and I, I hope to see this event keep reoccurring every year and I do believe actually they've they've um, they just advertised on their Facebook that um, they, <laughs> it's organised for next year already so it's coming back so Abbey Fest was great um, maybe next year next year we can because I only spent an hour um, this was uh, this was recorded as I look at it now a couple of weeks ago, and um, this is while I'm a celebrity was on. So I wanted to get them to watch I'm a celebrity and spend some time with my family. So I only had an hour. So maybe next year um, we can spend a, the whole time there. You know, good few hours and just have a few drinks and enjoy the atmosphere rather than just be in biscuit mode. Actually, partake if you know what I mean. Um, before we get into the episode, I do I didn't I didn't mention it throughout this one. I left it all just like a conversational. Um but I just wanna say uh say that if you guys need a website, <laughs> uh, make sure you check out the web orchard. Um they are making a state of the art website for the Shrewsbury Biscuit, brand new one. Um uh bells and whistles and all that sort of stuff. Um and they're great at what they do. Um in fact I went to a meeting um, with Pete White from Web Orchard, and they showed me the website that they're going to build for the Shrewsbury Biscuit, and I nearly cried because it was really, really nice. Um, 
So yeah, the Web Orchard. They're on Coton Hill, they're local, and they are geniuses when it comes to websites. So if you need one, make sure you check them out. Right, let's get on with the episode. I'm going to stop uh, stop going on and let you enjoy it. This is Abbey Fest 2022. Hope you enjoy it. guys how's it going welcome to the shrewsbury biscuit podcast um coming to you today from shrewsbury abbey it's year two of us doing abbey fest we're here last year and um it only seems like yesterday um it was a really nice story actually i was on a on a work do um with uh i was at the armory with my colleague uh kevin you may remember him if you listen to that podcast and i say to him uh you know i'm gonna I've got to leave you guys early because I've got to go to the Armoury for the beer festival. And he was like, there's no way there's a, a beer festival at Shrewsbury Abbey. And I was like, yes, there is, there is. He's like, I need to come and have a look at this. So we did. And we paid to come in. And we sat and had a couple of beers. And I remember sitting in one of the pews here. And he was like, I can't believe I'm sat in Shrewsbury Abbey having a beer. It was such a nice feeling. It was nice. And we're here again. And uh, we're going to go around and get a few interviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Darren's here. We're going to get... Well, I'll put him. Sorry about that. Just interrupting. Yeah. He was like, would you like a drink, darling? Yes, okay. <laughs> and my co-host from, uh, from Pod Aid, Mr. Liam Tinsley, is here. All right. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you, mate. How are you? How is this cold day doing you? It's freezing, isn't it? It, it is, is cold. Horrible. You are divering right now, and you're in a hoodie while you're in a police yeah. thing. Yeah, I probably should have dressed smarter, to be fair. You're scantily clad. <laughs> <laughs> Good job I'm a big boy. This will keep me warm. <laughs> You've been a busy boy. I have been. Uh, very, very busy. With Mr. Burt. With Mr. Christopher Burt, local celebrity chef, as he loves to be called. Um, but yeah, it's going, really, it's going really well up at Clock Tower at Nelly Hall. And it's uh, yeah, changing the game up there a little bit. Getting uh, away from the pretentiousness of what it looks like to, well, just cooking nice food again. Real stuff. Yeah, real stuff. Nice, achievable stuff for everybody. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to bring some cameras, aren't we? We're going to bring yeah. some cameras and... We're going to do a, a day in the life of all. We're going to do a... We, we were chatting last night and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to go and get a few interviews. Here's Darren. Um, Mr. Gin Different. Uh, Mr. Shropshire Bar... What's it called? The Shropshire Arms. Shropshire Arms, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's the new thing we're going to try. So, which is good. Uh, we're popping out a few festivals, but watch this space. We might be uh, looking at something a bit more permanent. So, hey, that sounds great. Yeah. Not going not gonna to go any more on that because obviously things change. Uh, <laughs> Probably somebody that listens is going, shut up, Darren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, uh, well, you know, Jeremy Hunt uh, put it in his budget, so we might have to do it. So, you know. <laughs> we'll have to wait for a little bit, yeah. Might have to wait, but yeah, so we'll, we'll see how things go. I haven't spoken to you for ages, I think since Food Festival. Probably Food Festival, yeah, or maybe the um, Baton Relay, Queen's Baton. What came first? The Baton Relay or the Food Festival? It was Baton Relay. The ba- the, the, no, Baton Relay was after, wasn't it? Was it was Baton Relay, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was after, wasn't it? Because I had that wild, wild kitchen burger. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this burger's amazing. And then Liam Tindley was standing next to me and he was a beefy <laughs> boy at the time. But you agreed with me though, didn't you? Yeah, no, it is. The Wild Kitchen are doing a great job with what they're doing as well. Yeah, um, yeah they're, they're, they're a lot better. Yeah. yeah, just local produce, made it brilliantly. Oh, 
we seem to always be giving them a plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, like customers over to them every single festival. So, so we're here at the Abbey um, again. How did it go last year? Because we spoke to you during the event. Afterwards? Yeah, it was great. So, I mean, it was, it was one of those events where, you know, we had a fantastic reception from the general public. Um, we raised a lot of money, um, around about 8k um, for, the, for the charity, which is what we wanted to do. You know, and then this year we want to try and push it and make it a little bit bigger and better. Uh, we know it's tough times out there, but I mean, you can see by tonight there's a, been a wonderful response of people coming in. And still early yet compared to it's what? Still early. And um, I mean, tomorrow's the big day. It's Saturday. You know, we've got a longer session. Um, we've also got more tickets already sold for that. I've been pleasantly surprised by how many people are walking up. But yeah, it's just a really good event. You know, street food, nice beers, great gins nice people live music what more can you ask for yeah I love a bit of live music I'd have been here tomorrow but I'm going to go to Hanupoki tomorrow oh cool yeah because they're opening aren't they yeah George yeah, fantastic yeah. great 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 really really good stuff yeah I'm really looking forward to that um, I gave him a bit of a shout out the other day so I was going to yeah hopefully get over there at some point but you know we all try and get to lots of places don't we you know it's, we uh, do <laughs> it's, uh, yeah talking about I need to plan some stuff with you in the new year about that yeah well there we go so <laughs> getting exclusives here on the biscuit <laughs> ideas before they have happened darling yeah. in fact I, I wanted to get a podcast together about um, just the concept of when an idea becomes reality that that journey that people yeah. have uh, we've been speaking to Camilla Monk and Alex McCarthy and a few people that yeah, yeah. make things of things because you know, it's nice, you know, Shropshire Arms starts yeah. as an idea, something that goes to festivals and then maybe becomes something special. Yeah, well, I mean, ideas always start like that. You know, I think I probably have about 150 ideas a week. Do you ever sit bolt up in the middle of the night when you have an idea? Because I do. Yeah. I, when I have an idea, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to... Yeah, sometimes I go, oh, I've done that before and it was rubbish. Uh, <laughs> but how soon we forget, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, but no, I totally do. And, you know, I think when you're an entrepreneur and... and things like that you, that's part of what you do um, following it through is the, the, the challenge you know doing uh, it doing it I think, uh, I think it was Thomas Edison that said uh, uh, is, um, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration Yeah. so you know it's that whole kind of thing where you come up with it but then you've got to see it through to fruition and make it work and you know you could have the best idea but it might not be the right time you know, I've seen so many people with fantastic ideas and things they were trying to achieve and just they just did it at the wrong time but they laid the groundwork <coughs> you suck <coughs> yeah well you go they, they <laughs> feast, feast, yeah. yeah well this is it they laid the groundwork for the other ideas that's coming from it uh, the champagne bar in the market hall was another prime example you know if they would have been two years later it's a whole different kettle of fish but it's just about that time of doing to it but those, those seeds are sown and they start to grow and they come to it and Timing is everything. You know, they say it's location, location, location when it comes to the industry, but, but actually, realistically, it's about the timing, it's about getting there at the right time. Look, sometimes. Yeah, definitely look. You know, I've seen like places that have completely shifted um, how a high street operates by the opening. I've seen places that have then done the exact opposite, you know, and just been in the wrong place at the wrong time, even though the offering was great and just they're just off the beaten path because they haven't got it there or they haven't quite thought about what they're doing. So, yeah, there's loads of stuff that makes the difference for it when, when you come through. But I think, yeah, I think, you know, if I did every single one of my ideas that I came up with in the last... You'd have to be broke or really successful. Well, we definitely have been bankrupt at least five times. Um, but also, yeah, just... Any spare time in that? Well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, we'd have to be living on, like, Jupiter. Yeah. Like a Jupiter day, week, year, to get the, the other stuff done, so... I was chatting to... I was literally just chatting to Carrie Hughes. Um, we were talking about... Was she No, no, I was on the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was talking about, like, because I... I, I I burn myself out an awful lot you yeah. know you see my stuff on Facebook today is a perfect example I haven't stopped since 9 o'clock this morning literally yeah. interviews meetings yeah. um, how do you stay balanced when, you, when you're when you an entrepreneur 
Um, tough question. I think I've got to a point now where I did this. I used to work 85 hours a week, massive venues, loads of stuff happening. Um, you know, 450 live music shows a year, uh, a team of 250 people, 25 direct reports, you know, crazy, crazy stuff. What if it's that? And I, I did this because I wanted to take a step back and I wanted to be able to have a bit more control of what I do, have a bit more what I can do, that kind of thing. However, it doesn't always work that way. So the balance is there is that, you know, I try and spend, I won't do anything on a Monday, which is the opposite of most entrepreneurs, but I've got like a, almost like a first rule because I spend that time with my family. So Naomi and Max and our soon-to-be third, uh, second child. Uh, Congratulations. You're working. <laughs> Another hot enough, yeah, third. Well, I've got a third. Yeah. Still a second one, but <laughs> complicated. Mod, modern, modern families, eh? But yeah, so it's, it's, it's making sure that you make time for those kind of things, make kind of that because you know I'm in a, it's Friday night and I'm here, you know. So it's getting those balances right, doing it and, and taking it. And, and now we're we're five years into the project. This is the way to sort of describe it. Is that I've got a really good understanding about what's valuable, what works, what we want to try and achieve, and where we want to go. And I think they're kind of the key things is that it's making those decisions now that we're taking the right things that fit what we want to do as a business and brand that resonate the kind of same ideas and not overstretching ourselves because all that ends up happening is we un, you know we, we overstretch ourselves we do two or three things none of them are delivered as well as we want them to be and I'm all about delivery you know you've been in my bar you've been to my events we just want to make sure we smash it every single time and you do yeah we do, you do. but <laughs> sometimes it doesn't feel like that and that, but that's because I'm a biggest critic my own biggest critic so you know but I think we better yeah, some music. <laughs> Thank you for chatting to me, Darren. And uh, we'll have to have a proper sit down at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find someone from Lincoln David to speak to. Uh, I think they're all on the front desk. Oh, no, we've got Anna here. Let's go and grab her. Um, I'm just gonna walk with the microphone and put it in her face. Um, back in a sec. So, um, yeah, Anna. Hello. It's recording. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How's your day going? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of crashed and burned, but I had to carry on going. Thank you for getting out of your crash and burn and coming this evening. I'm actually feeling better now I've come out. Oh, look at it. And you're enjoying a beer? Ha- ha- like a half, a, beer. <laughs> a half a beer. Half a beer. I did drive, so... What I'm... beer have you got? I don't know. Darren, what is this? What is this? Something what Darren said something. Tinseltown, I think. Is it good? It's good. Waking you up? Yeah, I like it. I used to love Shropshire Lass, and Why? it's gone now. Why? Because Woods isn't here anymore. It's gone. Sad news. So, Lincoln Davis, Abbey Fest. Pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And how long has this taken to organise and plan? Well, so we obviously held it last year, and planning probably started quite soon after that. I believe the date for this weekend was already in the diary last year, as is next year's date for Abbey Fest which I can't remember starts the day after head. yeah before I mean the date's set for next year late November keep your eyes peeled <laughs> it's great when you've got like a venue you can rely on though isn't it it's not going anywhere yeah. well exactly although last year it nearly did go somewhere because last year was when we had those crazy storms and on the Saturday the food stall actually blew away so that was, it was fun uh, for the event organisers last year was wonderful I really enjoyed it it was one of the best nights of the year well, it's a pretty special place to have something like this and the idea is to offer relaxed, fun, something a bit different. Everyone likes, well, most people like beer, most people like gin. 
Why not? And some live music. I mean, these guys that are about to play are phenomenal. I've heard them before, the Ronnies. Wonderful. What's not to love about it? I love it. I love what you guys do. Thank you for chatting to me. Thank you. And thank you to Linga Davis for putting on a great event. Thanks for coming. Wonderful. Who organises Pod Aid? Oh, yeah. The- yeah, I organise Pod Aid. And- yeah. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Colin um, is one of is on the Shrewsbury committee, and he is an ace supporter and volunteer, and also took on this year's Pedal the Borders and Euro City Cycle Challenge for us. Well done. I did. That's <laughs> a good challenge. Yeah. This question, I was at the uh, the Lincoln Davis Awards, so I do remember you. you All right, I do yeah. remember you. And I got to ask myself. I mean, I know th- I know there's a, like a a reason why people are so helpful, and but. Why? Why for Lingen Davis and why do you do what you do? My wife was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2020, um, June 2020, and had 12 months treatment at Lingen Davis Cancer Centre, and I just wanted to give something back. Um, started doing it, met me wonderful people and just carrying on doing it because they're a great bunch to work with. Amazing, amazing. It's a, it must be a proud moment when you first start bringing in the, the donations. Right? Yeah, it was, yeah. No, it was... My first one was um, Pedal of Orders. That's what I first got involved with. Um, managed to get another uh, six people involved with me and we raised... I think we raised over £3,000. The six of us did for that, so... Well done. It was, it was really good. Um, and then done Pedal of Borders again last year and just done the Euro Cycle, which I've raised another three and a half thousand pound for um i've got plans for doing a 24-hour bike ride next year Whoa. um bad enough me i did a 24-hour podcast <laughs> i sat and spoke you sat down and, I sat and spoke. colin's yeah. going on a bike yeah, in so. lycra we had pizza yeah, yeah so well I, i'm hoping there's going to be pizza and bacon sandwiches about it <laughs> but yeah that's what i'm planning on doing next year uh, i think you're wonderful for doing what you're doing and for anybody else that works for Lingen Davis or for any other charity that, that you give back you yeah. give something back and that's uh, really yeah. important I get a lot out of it I, I you know it's, it's it's a real good feel good thing to do and I get a lot I get as much out of it as I put in to be honest so it's great wonderful well I'd love to speak to you on the biscuit sometime properly yeah sit around have a cup of coffee yeah, and have a good chat great yeah no problem yeah, really good yeah I'll give you my card after this thank you for okay. chatting to me cheers thanks Yeah, we're going to go. We're, we're having a wander around now. The music you can hear behind me is the Ronnies. And they sound wonderful. So, yeah, that's the Ronnies. Hello, I'm Alex. Hello. I'm Hi, from for the Shoes We Podcast. Yes, yeah. I just told him a wee bit of a story. Yeah, you're volunteering today. Yes, okay. yes, I am, yeah. What does it mean for you to, to be helping out Lingen Davis? Um, well, I've done a couple of things um, with them since, obviously, my own diagnosis. Um, and I just, for me, it means it turns kind of a really awful situation for me into, like, a positive. You know, I've met great people who've also been through the similar thing, um, but also the support that they've shown me. It's kind of my own way of, you know, giving back. And it's great fun, you know, it's an amazing event, you know. You're a great fundraiser, I've been told. Yes. Do you want yes. to tell us about that? Yeah, so um, I've done a couple of things. So the biggest one was the tractor run, um, which I did in August. Um, and we raised um, £5,500. Well done. So, yeah, we had 76 tractors going around the countryside, annoying everybody, but it was great fun. So we had a good day and, yeah, it was brilliant. Wonderful. And if there's anybody listening to this 
um, that may be on the, on the fence about whether to support or fundraise for Lincoln Davis? What do you say to them? Just do it, go for it. Anything's, anything is appreciated by them, whether it's a small cake sale, whether you're going to go and do a colour run or run a marathon, you know, just get involved. They're a great bunch of people and they support you endlessly with whatever it is you're doing. So um, as much as obviously you're doing something for a great cause, you're going to meet great people and have a lot of fun as well. Wonderful. I'd love to chat to you on the biscuit properly sometime. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, I'll give you my card at some point tonight. And... Yeah, I'm only over there. So yeah, just come and find me. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Oh, she was lovely. Right, so we're at the bar. What shall I order from the bar? I quite like the light beers. So probably this one. I I'm drinking Tinseltown right now. It's nice. I spoke to you last year, didn't I? Yes, you did. I remember you from last year. Yeah, people mostly remember me because I torched them with this microphone. I'm like, speak to me. Yeah, but what was your name again, sorry? Sophie. Sophie, and you're back here again? I'm back again, back for both days. Uh, why, why, why Lingen Davis? My uncle had cancer and he was helped by a lot of charities, one being Lingen Davis, and my college partnered with Lingen Davis, so I just started by doing one event and then just never stopped, I guess. So do you do a lot of fundraising then? Do so I do a lot of what? Fundraising. I do mostly appearing for the volunteering events. Sort of, I'm still in education, so I... What are you learning about? I'm doing public services. Very commendable, very commendable. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for chatting to me today, and thank you so much for helping Lingen Davis volunteering. Wonderful. Have a great night, all right? So we're still walking around. Uh, the, again, the Ronnie's behind me. Oh, I've, got, I've got Helen here. She's wandering around. She's like, oh, I've got a fire to put out. Um, <laughs> But Tim is a trustee. Yeah. We've got a hot mic. Hot okay. mic. We've got a hot mic. Yeah, I'm on. I like to do these now and again. Tim, can I borrow you a moment? This is Alex. Hello. Alex is from Hello. Biscuit Podcast. Ah, yes. Did we speak last year? No. We're not. No, 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 but I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Wonderful. Nice to meet you. Nice Podcast. to meet you. Yeah. Um, what brings you here today? So I've been working with Lingen Davies both as a volunteer and as a trustee for about 30-something years. Wonderful. And why Lingen Davies of all the charities and amazing places? Ah, well, for me, there's a long story, but I moved to Shropshire to run the radiotherapy unit quite a long time ago uh, and got heavily involved with Lingen Davies as part of that. Um, and it's just so, so good to see the charity grow over so many years. Um, at the moment, we've invested the equivalent of about £20 million in local cancer services, local cancer care, making a difference to local people. And it's just amazing to see how much help it provides to a lot of people. Yeah, just this year, I've seen the growth. I mean, like, we did Pod Aid last year and Pod Aid this year. Yeah. And, and the Lingen Davis Centre in the hospital, they've got a new CT scanner, they've got new things, the new you rooms. Ju you just see it grow year on year. You just see the difference it makes, not just to individual life, but collectively to people. So originally, the Cobalt Unit Trust Fund, which was the pre-runner to the Lingen Davis Cancer Fund, was to bring local radiotherapy services into Shropshire to stop people having to travel to Wolverhampton, to Birmingham and to Stoke for their cancer treatment. Um, and originally, it was just to buy one cancer treatment machine. And from there, it's just snowballed. Uh, and the vision of Bernard Lingen and Frank Davis together started brilliant. And where it's going now, reaching out to people in the community, giving them uh, information, giving them support, uh, reaching out not just in the hospital, 
but out to their doorstep and taking cancer care to them. Fantastic. Wonderful. And Lingen Davis do a wide array of different events and fundraisers. Which one's your favourite throughout the year? Oh, the colour run has got to be the best one. It's very popular. Yeah, it very so so it's very it's very visual. Yeah. Um, it's very uh, very team spirited. People come as a team. They come as a family. Um, and, and the sort of challenge to get round isn't about how fast you can run. It's more about how much colour you can get on yourself by the time you finish. So so it's just a great event to be at, and it just just a feel good place. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. It's been really yeah, good to meet you. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks for all you've done for us as well. Oh, bless you. Thank you very much. Hi, Sam. I've been here. Lizzie. How are you, Lizzie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm here again. Here again. It's gone here quick, hasn't it? It has gone quick. Very, very quick. Uh, it's fab. It looks great. Anna was telling me this thing takes a year to organise. It does, yeah. I mean, we've already got the date for next year. <laughs> yeah, 25th, 26th, I think, that weekend. But yeah, it's... It's good though because it's because uh, we've done it before. Obviously, we know what we're doing, so it doesn't take as much time. But it, it takes a lot of planning. Yeah. We yeah. How, how hands-on have you guys been? Pardon? How hands-on have you guys been making sure? Yeah, pretty hands-on. I mean, we basically just hired the Abbey as a venue, so we do everything else. We sell the tickets, we decorate the the Abbey, we um, hire the acts that perform, everything like that. So. Yeah. And you guys have got some great musical acts tonight. Yes, yeah, they're really great. The Ronnies are on tonight. They're on tomorrow night as well. Uh, we see you can hear at the moment. They're really fab. Um, we've got some great acoustic artists as well. So, yeah, really great. Well, you guys are fab. Thank you for doing what you do. That's all right. Thank you for coming along. It's great to see you. And you. Enjoy. Right, so I'm chatting with Liam. We're just still here, like, enjoying the ambience, really, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, vocals are going. It's mood lighting and there's beer and there's beer yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's nice beer as well um, I just love I love this venue like at night time when the lights are all up on, on the side of the building on the inside it looks wonderful we've got the runnings in the background as well offering some great vocals have you ever been here and drank beer before no I can't say I've been in here before anyway no um, not even for weddings or christenings or anything. No, I've never. Wow. So this is a, a first time, and this is my first impressions of coming to the Abbey Church. I interviewed on the roof, right on the very top. Is that real? Yeah, I did. How did you get up there? It's like it's a bit like playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> did you do the uh, suicide dive afterwards as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, I did. I interviewed. Uh, I, I interviewed uh, up there. It was really, really nice, actually. Um, it is an ordeal to get up all the steps and they're all climbing, but yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. We in, I interviewed on top of the pillar, column, at um, Hawkston Park as well. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Oh, it's about the same size as the one in. Say, that's quite high as well, isn't it? And I don't like heights. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like this one. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of heights. I remember a story a couple of years ago. I took my daughter to Blackpool, because uh, her grandparents are from there. And I went up top of Blackpool Tower. Oh. Yeah, I was like, it's all right, it's fine. Well, I didn't really, I'd never been up there before. I didn't realise it's all glass flooring. And there was, I was, yeah, keeping it nice and composed because I'm with my daughter. I don't want to seem like I'm scared. And there must have been this little girl and her brother. They must have been about five or six. And they were jumping up and down. And I honestly never wanted to tell a kid to behave or just stand still. 
I, I think it's great that he enjoyed himself, but I was generally petrified. I was just looking down, going, oh, this is it. Like, and it, it was the most scared I've ever been. There's a great picture, because I did it with Jules at the, at the time, um, and there's a great picture we were interviewing. Um, my back is against the wall of the <laughs> of the pillar. That, 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 that makes a difference. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it falls, it falls. Like, yeah. you know, if I fall... My back is against the wall, and Jill's just standing there chilled out, and I'm like, oh my god, I'll have to find that out sometime. Yeah, no, I think I have got a picture of me up there, and my hands are in my pockets, and like as tight as possible to do, <laughs> stood in the middle of this glass floor because my daughter wanted me to take a picture. <laughs> There's another thing I want to do, and that is um, go down the go down the river in a kayak, yeah, canoe. But I worry about getting my stuff wet, so that's the only reason I've never done it. Yeah, so in my youth times where I wasn't the most civilised, as most children are, we uh, we actually found a boat down by the river in a field where, round by where I live. As you do. Yeah. So, you know, because we were all these... Uh, we obviously knew what we were doing. We decided to get some beers, get in this boat, no paddles or oars or anything... And we thought it's just going to stay still. When are we going to the festival? And uh, we ended up having to get people to drag us out nearly as far as Iron Bridge. Oh, no. we floated that what far. And we must have been about 15, 14, 15, thinking we're, we're really cool. Stay away from that river, people. Yeah. It's dangerous. Do not do it. Do not do it. Right, we're gonna, I'm going to find other people to, to interview. I've only got a few more minutes left. I'm only staying here for a bit because yeah. I want to go home and watch I'm a Celebrity. Oh, you, you've got an exciting life, haven't you? That's the only silly thing that I have in my life. <laughs> Everybody's allowed a silly thing that they enjoy. What's the most yeah. silliest thing you enjoy? We've been keeping it clean, of course. Um, to be fair, at the minute, I've just started watching the TV series Merlin. Okay. That's the one with Sam Neill, right? Yeah. So no, that's the film. The film's with Sam Neill. Yeah, no, the TV series is... Oh, I can't remember his name. He plays Pendergast, Dragon, the dad. Oh, my God, um, really? But it, <laughs> this TV series came out in 2017. I remember it, yeah. And I've only just discovered it. And I'm absolutely hooked. <laughs> but it's really crap. <laughs> like, the acting is actually really crap. I remember watching it and I saw this woman, I think one of the first episodes... And she had like eyeliner and eyeshadow, and she looked like she looked like a girl today. And I was kind of yeah. like, "Yeah, it's not great." Um, but I think that's probably what my like guilty pleasure at the minute. But just, I mean, it's a guilty pleasure in a way of it is rubbish. Like it really is, but it's great and it zones me out for some reason. Do you know what I did today? I reviewed a Karate Kid cartoon from 1989. For another podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Like actual from '89 as well. From 1989, yeah. It's the year I was born. That was really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. August '89. Oh, yeah. Summer of '89 was when I was born. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> anyway, we're just uh, getting a bit of chit chat here. Let's go find some real interviews. Hello, I'm Alex from the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Hi, nice to meet you. Welcome, say hello. 
like to introduce yourself? I'm Lottie. I'm from Hot Girl Brownies, based Hot in Church Shretton. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. How long have you been making brownies for? Not long, actually. Um, started in spring this year, so it's a new venture for me. Very new. Yeah, uh, I'm a teacher by vocation, so it's alongside that. So this is something you do on the side? Yeah, yeah. Um, keeping me really busy on the weeknights. <laughs> is it one of those things that you started as just snowballed? Yes, definitely. Started it in the summer. Well, in the spring, but it really sort of kicked off in the summer when I was on holiday. Um, and now I'm not on holiday, so it's really busy, <laughs> but it's great. I love it. It's mad how these, these grassroots ideas do just blossom into these amazing things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's caught on online a lot, on social media, on Instagram and things. So, yeah, it's taken off. It's really good. When you were at Abbey Fest today, um, is there any, what, what, what did you choose this event to come to? So Lingen Davis is actually a charity that's quite close to my heart. Um, my mum had breast cancer and she used their radiotherapy treatment. So um, a really nice charity, beautiful event, love Christmas. So it's great, yeah. They get nice music as well. Beautiful music, they're doing amazingly and they look lovely. <laughs> the ladies do. They do, they do. And your brownies too. Well, thank you for chatting to me. How can people find you? What was that, sorry? How can people find you online? Okay, so on Instagram, I am at hotgirl.brownies and hotgirlbrownies on Facebook. Wonderful. Well, thank you for chatting to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. What two would you like to know? Right, so I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Oh, cool. right. Yes, Hi, um, you guys are the Ronnies? We're the Ronnies, yeah, yes. Yeah, how long, how long have you guys been going? About five years, obviously a bit of a break with COVID. We all met uh, singing in a musical, the Little Shop of Horrors. Wonderful. Yeah, and then we just started singing together. Welcome to join us as well, if you like. Come on in, Fran. (laughs) Um, So, um, Little Shop of Horrors, you guys get together. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've been doing this for five years. Has it been uh, easy, though, those five years? Has it been difficult? Well, we're all friends, so we just love singing together. So, in that respect, it's been really easy for us. We just love singing close harmony music, and it just comes sort of naturally to us. So, you know, we just love it, and so it's never seemed like a job, really. So that's great. Well, I've got you guys in the background of a lot of my interviews tonight, and you looked amazing. <laughs> I was just recording you guys as well. It comes so naturally to you. Thank you. We really enjoy it. It's not our full-time job. We'd like it to be, but um, uh, it's just something we're really passionate about, isn't it? Absolutely shows. Where are you guys based? We're based in Telford. Oh, right, OK. So, yeah, very it. close by, yeah. Wonderful. And, and tonight, being here for Lingen Davis, does that, what does that mean to you guys? Well, obviously, uh, cancer is something that touches everyone in one way or another. So we're just happy to support such an amazing charity and to help in whatever way we can, really. They um, looked after me. I've had treatment at Lingen Davis, so um, they've really looked after me this year. Wonderful. I'm so glad that you guys are here to support this. Thank you. And thank you for chatting to me. Um, thank you so much. We're the Biscuit, and if you need anything... Any help with anything? Yeah, Give me a shout. Come on, Give us a plug. We're at the Ronnie Singers. Give us a follow. That would be fabulous. <laughs> Wonderful. You guys are amazing. Thank, Thank you for chatting you. to me. Thank Cheers. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, I've had a good walk around. Excellent. Been chatting to Liam. I've been chatting to people down here. I just spoke to the Ronnies. They were great. They're amazing, aren't they? Wonderful. Wonderful. You played the fundraising game. Sorry? You played the fundraising game. Oh, what's, what's that? Uh, so you pay either two or five pounds to guess the last two digits of a banknote and then if you guess them correctly you win that banknote which is either £20 or £50. Wonderful! I have lots of people to... Oh, there was the um, paper aeroplanes last year, wasn't there? There was, yeah. That was a bit... Uh, quite a bit out of hand so we kind of... <laughs> we decided not to do that this year. It was a bit of madness, so... I think I remembered like tables wobbling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were flying everywhere. It was hard to keep track of. What about the wheelbarrow of booze? What happened to that idea? Again, that was just... That was... 
a big barrel of booze that we had to transport from the office to here several times, which we actually didn't get rid of until about August of this year. A bit of trial and error then with some of these things. Yeah, a little bit trial and error, yeah. But. How do you guys think you've done tonight then? Yeah, good. It's really good. We've got some returning customers, which is great. Soon people come back, some new customers. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. I think people are enjoying it. And there's some good music, good atmosphere, good vibes. So yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I think you guys have done an amazing job. Uh, and the- it wasn't actually me this year, because I have been away. But um, Helen and Anna and Emily and Tara have done amazing. You guys are great, aren't you? You are? Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? It's really, really wonderful feeling to sit here looking at everyone having a really good time in a wonderful, beautiful place and ultimately thinking about what we're all doing here. We're having fun. We are hashtag fun in fundraising. We're fundraising for an amazing cause and what best way to do it? It's a great venue. Great venue. And... Um, I think everyone I've spoken today has got real strong connections to Lingen Davis and that's why they do what they do. Yeah. We like to embrace our local connections and there is some fantastic support out there, which is wonderful. And you got all my support, you know that. We had a nice meeting earlier. We did. There's lots coming up between the Shrewsbury Biscuit and Lingen Davis, so you've got that to look forward to. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me tonight. That's all right, thanks for coming along. Thank How you. many beers did you enjoy? I've had two, which is one. So Excellent. one beer. So I'm safe to drive, I'm all right. Good. Very good. good. Um, Thank you, Liam, as well, for coming out. Pleasure as always. It's a nice little social get-together. And for a good cause as well. So This is the first time I've seen you since Pod Aid, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've been busy, though, haven't I? Me too, me too. I've just seen your calendar. There's, like, half an hour gaps in it. (laughs) I just showed him my digital, my new digital life. It's it's ridiculous. It It has transformed your life. It has transformed my life. Alex McCarthy, thank you so much. It's amazing. Right, so we're going to go. Thank you so much for tuning into this. Uh, well done to Lingen Davis for putting on a great event. Thank you very much. If you haven't ever been to the Abbey, come to the Abbey. Just come and have a look. It's a wonderful building. In fact, uh, I, re- I produced uh, an audio tour which starts just outside of Flaming Great and it's voiced by Nigel Baker and he takes you round the outside of the building, inside the building, tells you what everything is, across the road, towards out across the road, and down towards the Shropshire Wildlife Trust to the end there that's how big the abbey was it's an amazing tour and it's free that's so random I love it how it's did great. you get that gig uh, original Shrewsbury yeah. Shrewsbury's brilliant really is where it's at um, if, if you walk around town and you see these pink and blue circles on the floor with a QR code they're voice tours that I produced and you can scan them and do a, a historical tour of Shrewsbury for free so be a tourist in your own time guys anyway I better go thank you so much for tuning in thank you guys and we'll Thanks, catch you next time peace out